Hey guys, welcome back to a Niners Purpose podcast. It's episode 24, and I'm Duncan, and I'm joined by... Hey, it's Tanner. What's up? It's Nathan. And Tanner's going to hit us with a quote. All right, so my quote is, Fear is an idea-crippling, experience-crushing, success-stalling inhibitor inflicted only by yourself, by Stephanie Mulish. And she's basically a, um, a public speaker, you know, trying to do the same thing we try to do, help you find purpose and encourage you. Basically, to unpack that, because, you know... She, I think she went a little overboard with uh, some of these words here. Mainly is the idea that fear is something that you inflict on yourself. You know, whether that's the fear of a social setting, if that's the fear of failure, you, you're mentally holding yourself back by setting that wall. You know, you're the one that's creating that wall or creating that line that says don't go past because you're scared of the outcome or you're mainly scared of the failure, you know, because if it goes one way, it could be a great success. If it goes one way, it could be a great failure. But you're scared of the the downfall and failing and taking that risk is something you're not willing to do because of how risky it could be. But that has the greatest reward. So some of the things that fear does to keep us from our keep achieving our dreams is that you can't accomplish something. So if you know that you want to do a difficult major or a major that's difficult for you, but you're like, that's the career I want to go in. Like, say you want to be a doctor. There is that fear, like, you know, biology can be hard, especially in those higher chemistry classes, um, you know, or if you engineer, you're, you're scared of failing at doing that. There's also those difficult classes within your major. Like, I'm sure every major has that one class that everyone's, like, dreading and that they'll take it out of community college because it's so hard at the university. Or if you're scared of a project that's coming up this semester, you're like, that's going to be difficult. But it also prevents us from trying certain things. You know, if you want to, you're like, I really want to dress this way. I really want to get this new haircut. I really want to try this new hobby. But you're scared of the judgment from other people. And that can also happen with traveling. If you're scared to go alone or you're scared of a foreign country because, you know, it is different and you may not know all the protocols. And the other part of the quote about experiences making not as fun, if you go to a party, let's say, because you're trying to put yourself out there, but you're so scared that people are going to judge you, and I'm sure a lot of people have had this, but if you have like such a fear that people are going to judge you, that you don't show your true self or you don't speak at all, you just sit in the corner, I mean, that's experience crushing. You know, you should be out there. You should be confident because, you know, that's what sets up success. So that's what we're talking about. That is success inhibiting and experience crushing. Or maybe you're going to a concert and you're like, oh, because this is the opening act, it's just going to be bad. And then you have that mindset and you're like, the concert wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It's like, no, because you went in there with that that expectation. So what do you guys think about fear? How does it inhibit you? I think this quote does a great job at kind of showing, you know, why people kind of end their life with regrets, you know, because I'd say a lot of that comes from, the feet that initial fear and i think that for many it's a lot easier to allow you know basically this value call of confronting my fear is worse than um living with regret you know um and i don't know if that's true because the thing is is the confronting your fear you know having fear of that thing you know usually that goes away pretty quick because what happens is you just don't do the thing and that's a time sensitive thing but then regret is for the rest of your life so if let's say um this is kind of a personal example like i didn't want to go to prom right but then i did 
and I'm glad I did. But if I didn't, I don't know how long I would have lived with that regret. But I, let's see, I was 18 when, you know, prom was happening. And so that's kind of scary to think, what if I regretted that for, what, 72 years or like 62 years? Like, that's a long time to have to live with regret. And I think that that's something that she's trying to get people to not do is don't live with that regret because there's all types of things that I think that you can be very fearful of. Um, especially kind of stopping certain experiences from happening. And sometimes, you know, sometimes those fears are warranted, but most of the time they're not. Most of the time they're a bit irrational and you not doing the thing could stop you from being very happy for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I've got to say one thing about the quote that I don't like is that it uses fear. I wish it would use like nervousness because I feel like that's what she, what she means. I don't think she means like fear, like scared for life, death, kind of thing i think she means nervousness you're 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 worried worry nervousness things like that um little gripe but besides the point and so i do like to quote it, it gets it gets the point across of there are a lot of things in your life where there are boundaries that of course you have to push past and this is one of those things that we like to talk about we like to talk about the fact that a lot of people skip over that mental block between you and your objectives, you and your goals, you and asking you that girl up, you and getting that promotion, you and, you know, getting through those hard classes, you know, they don't have to be you being nervous about a specific just one-time action, but you could be nervous about an entire chain of events and it's going to get easier to get through those things, especially like, um, I, I, I watched a video by uh, Simon Sinek. If you guys don't know who he is, he does essentially the same thing. A lot of people know who he is. Um, and he said, one thing that we confuse is uh, nervousness or that, that, that worry before doing something with excitement because the, the human brain that creates those two emotions is not capable of, of speech. And so it's, you know, we, ha we kind of interpret based on situation whether or not we're feeling, you know, anxious or, uh, you know, giddy, mm -hmm. essentially. And so, which is a good way to talk about it. And I used this during high school whenever we had presentations to give. I was like, I'm not nervous. I, I'm ready. I, I've prepared myself for this. I'm actually excited because I enjoy the topic. I enjoy talking about it. And I get to present it to everyone in front of them. And on top of that, a lot of people are really low judgment. One thing that we deal with is in life is the fact that the people that are exceptionally judgmental and outward about it are the loudest speakers in the room. They always are. Okay. The P there, you know, you get a handful of bad eyes and people don't talk to, but most times when people are extremely judgmental, they are loud about it and they're bitchy. There's the reason there's the modern meme, Karen, because <laughs> yeah. Karen sure as hell knows that she's doing that. She's going to pick at you. She's going to, and guess what? There are some people like that in your life that you're going to have to say, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm moving on. I'm doing the right thing. You know, sometimes you have to do that. I mean, other times it's criticism, right? But, or good criticism, not, not them just being a bitch, but don't let, don't let yourself be the person that's <laughs> being Karen to yourself. You're literally being a Karen. That's what this is saying. Don't be Karen to yourself. <laughs> don't be. Don't be like exceptionally over negative to yourself for no reason because you think other people 
who probably won't say anything will say something to you that would make you not feel good. Are they going to, like, how many people are you going to talk to? And the worst part is that this also translates online from in person, which for a lot of us is the reason why I think, like, our generation in general tends to be either way less nervous or way more nervous about things like this. It's because online, people are not nervous to say stuff. YouTube chats or uh, YouTube comment sections, Discord chats, all Reddit forums, all these things, people speak their mind to, to everything. And so there, there's a lot of hate out there, a lot of, a lot of people that are going to be forthright with what they don't like, what they don't like. And a lot of people are going to nitpick and overemphasize that nitpicking, right? So that can create a, a mentality of us being worried about what we do as being acceptable to the general public, right? There are things that, of course, need to follow that protocol of what's acceptable to society. But a lot of the things that you do are probably pretty cool, right? Like I can say this podcast. When I bring us doing a podcast up to other people, they're like, wow, that's, that's cool. Whereas in earlier high school, this had been something I would not have told people about it because it was like, I'm worried if they're going to listen it and judge. Yeah. Like based on what I talk about, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like I, yeah. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy hanging out with you guys and I enjoy getting to talk about all these things. And, you know, essentially like the great part is I get to go back and listen to these episodes too later. And they still help me because yeah. a lot of times I forget what I said during a specific episode on a specific quote and it still becomes useful to me. Yeah, we, we re-listen to these because we forget about what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, we got to make and sure that we're coming up with new stuff yeah. every episode. <laughs> but that, that made me think about, um, have you seen that meme where it's like in middle school, someone's wearing like a Pikachu hat and it's like, that's a cool Pikachu hat. And then high school, it's just like some verbal abuse and then college that's a cool Pikachu hat. <laughs> yeah. it, it switches back, honestly. Yeah. And then you also made me think of uh, another quote that Will Smith said. It was in some commercial. He said the best things in life are on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all the best things in life. Yeah. And I think that's so true, and it ties into this whole topic we're talking about. Some of the, like, the best things I've ever done, I've had to just push past that, like, that overwhelming, like, fear in your gut you know and like the main thing that comes to your mind when you think about that is skydiving mm -hmm. right um you yeah. get up there there's all that intense pressure because it takes like what 15 minutes to get to the altitude yeah. and then you have to have that moment where you let go and just trust that your parachute will work and that your instructor knows what he's doing yeah and you jump out of a perfectly good plane yeah a perfectly good plane <laughs> but he's specifically talking about that but as soon as you let go and realize that it's going to be okay, it's like the most joy you've ever felt in your life. And there's so many things that correlate with that um, experience that I've had in my life. Like um, you can talk about girls, like you, yeah. you actually have the guts to, to ask a girl out on a date or something and it goes well, but you have to accept the fact that it might not go well and brush it off your shoulder and pick yourself back up and say, it's okay. I'll try again. Yeah, and you were talking about uh, memes and girls, and you know something that struck me. Well, something that struck me, and this is this is a meme in more of a literal sense, not necessarily like meme is an off image, funny, funny. Um, basically, like a meme is just something that rep like becomes repetitive in a culture, right? And I think of the will they, won't they arc that is in almost every single reality TV show ever. You know, I just looked up will they, won't they arc, you know, online. It was like most popular will they, won't they arc, and it's like thirty three shows long and like and you think uh pam and jim from the office I and mean, just all these different things and the thing is like most of them end well 
because they started off as friends and then, you know, it, it went better. And the thing is like, that wouldn't be so common if people didn't have to deal with that in their daily life, you know? And like, it's a great example of something where people were just too afraid to kind of talk about their feelings openly. And it sometimes delayed something that, um, was very beneficial or very like created a lot of happiness for them. And sometimes it actually delayed it to the point of, you know, not necessarily with Pam and Jim, but for other uh, people, like it delayed it so much to the point where they were no longer had feelings for each other or that relationship was just kind of ruined or it couldn't be happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I promise that whatever you think about doing that you really want to do that you think like this could ruin something like relationships or anything else. The risk is, worth it if the the rewards that high you know they're like if you're fear of rejection fear of judgment those kind of things maybe not like go up to your boss and like i want to raise like demanding it <laughs> yeah but like you know stuff like that you just got to push past it like the worst that can happen is that people say no mm-hmm. that is the worst that can happen okay it could get worse but like you know if you're dealing with regular everyday people the worst that can happen is they say no and you might have a slightly bad interaction shut up mom but just literally brush it off it, it, it's nothing and once you build that mindset and don't let it bother you you can be so much more successful and confident and once you go in the world with that confidence you're unstoppable and it's almost always better to deal with the consequences of that thing Mm-hmm. than to deal with the regret. I know. I think we've done the episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Uh, of, but that's true. And we cover it multiple times because it's that important. It's that, it's that important to everything. Like just being, just picking yourself up and damn doing something, you know, yeah. because one thing you can do is here's what regret doesn't do. Regret 90% of the time doesn't teach you a lesson. Okay. It really just eats at you. And, yeah. and it really is just not like it's, it's one of those things that we as humans do that is not exceptionally conducive of us doing something better in the future. Cause the amount of people that will regret not doing something and then have that same type of event come up in the future and then just regret that thing. At that point, they're just used to the regret, the regret, the regret didn't train them to want to do that. Yeah. But if that person went through that obstacle and said, I'm going to do this, they saw the reward or, or there was, you know, negative consequences. Even they learned later that they shouldn't regret that next opportunity of, something like that, or they, they seized that. They seized it and took it by chance. And they, by them baking, breaking through that fear factor or base level fear factor of, an, of something, they essentially built their self-discipline up a little yeah. bit. And so they're willing to take those chances, take those opportunities. The quote that I almost had for this episode was by, would have been the wisest person we've ever talked about on the show, Master Yoda. You know, fear <laughs> leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Uh, Okay. But I didn't think we could talk that much about it then. I just wanted to yeah. drop that knowledge bomb on you wow. in case you've never heard it. Yeah, and I, I think I think there is a point to that because, you see, we, I think we all know that when we regret something, what happens is it doesn't end with regret. What happens is you then get a hundred different scenarios in your brain about how it could have gone. And you get angry. You know? And you, you, you do get angry. You do get resentful yeah. because half the, like, at least 50 of those scenarios end with someone wronging you. Or end with you failing, and then you get mad at yourself, and then the then other you hate yourself, yeah, and then, and then, the, then you suffer, <laughs> and then the other fifty scenarios are whatever you were wanting to pursue, it actually going out well. And guess what? You hate yourself because you stopped yourself from you know enjoying this. Now you're just stuck in your brain. And at least when you 
fail or when something doesn't go your way, but you know it didn't go your way. You have an amount of closure there because you're not having to go, well, what if? What if it didn't go well? What if it did go well? You know. And knowing is half the battle, and that's another quote I can't remember from where. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Closure is very important. And, I mean, this fear, this nervousness, this worry will stop you from receiving the closure you need on events that could happen in your life that could make your life better, you know? What would it... What would you do if you started going to the gym twice a week? Just twice a week. Once a week even. What would happen? Don't what if that. Don't what if your own health. Don't, you know, don't make everything in your life just like, I've got my beaten path of get up, do my schoolwork, and go to sleep, and I've got all C's because that's enough, and uh, I'll make it out just fine when I get my 40-hour week. I'll apply to three jobs and pick the one that pays the highest. I may hate it. I may hate where I live. You know, don't, don't trod down such a beaten path of just mm. not taking opportunity. I mean, why would you, why you deserve more than that? You know, you know, you deserve more than that. You know, you deserve to be a better person because you as a person have an individual life an individual set of opportunities and individual uniqueness that you can take to its fullest advantage why wouldn't you take advantage of that for yourself as far as we know you have one life to live so why not grab life by the balls and do whatever the hell you want to do <laughs> yeah within reason within reason yeah yes. don't commit crimes don't certain, certain crimes well we don't suggest uh, don't injure others we don't suggest yeah and also um the last person that heard that quote by Masterita went on to kill dozens of children. So don't do that. Don't one do that either. Yeah. <laughs> Can't condone that one. All right. Well, if we had to leave you with anything today, I would charge you to go out into the world and make it your bitch, honestly. And I, <laughs> I, I say that in the nicest way possible, but don't let fear get in the way of you doing whatever you want to do, you know? And again, within good context with good intentions, don't let fear get in the way of you getting that degree you want. Don't let fear get in the way of you asking for that promotion. Don't let it get in the way of you going to the gym or dressing the way you want to or asking that person out. Just do it, and it, I, I promise it will be okay. And, you know, if something catastrophic does happen, you can write me an angry email. Um, but besides that, I, I think you'll be very happy with the things that do happen. If you have 100 mistakes, and one success out of all those actions because you didn't let fear in the get in the way. I think you appreciate that one success over all the no's you get. See ya. See you guys. Goodbye.